When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Sorry, Rich. Blockbuster trade going down right now. Okay. Von Miller. Wait, what? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Broncos are finalizing a trade to send Von Miller to... The Rich Eisen Show. The Los Angeles Rams. Of course they're doing that. Today's guests, Pro Football Hall of Famers, Rod Woodson. ESPN NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky from the CBS comedy The Neighborhood, actor Max Greenfield, plus your phone calls and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I'm live on the air from Los Angeles, California, and I get my best dad ever sign ready. There it is, because... You know, just got to remind myself sometimes it's more than just the, the, the sports world. It's important. You know what I'm saying? Rich, I feel you. I feel you that yesterday, man. I appreciate that. Good to see you, Brockman. Hey, How man. are you over there? I'm great. My son got a haircut yesterday. Oh, okay. And, like, he went from 20 months to 10 years in, like, yeah, 10 bro. minutes. And um, it was, like, kind of hit me. Okay. Hit me hard yesterday. Well, well I'm glad that you're here. If you you want to hug it out? I mean, we could stop the show <laughs> 30 seconds in and hug it out if you need Please it. do. Please I don't do. want to ruin your flow. Maybe in the break. I appreciate that. Uh, Jason Feller sitting in for Del Tufo. Good to see you, TJ Jefferson. How are you over there, sir? <laughs> I'm always good, Rich. Okay. I woke up this morning, baby. All right. So at any point in time, if you just want to interrupt the show at any point in time to start chanting Damian Lillard's name, that's just like everybody else in Philadelphia, you can do that. If We've you, got three you, hours, Okay, Rich. very good. Okay. Honestly, it's Don't point, encourage him, please. At any point. I'm like my Dame Lillard wish candle okay, right now. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, eight weeks in the books in the NFL season now. Eight weeks of the longest regular season ever, and it's getting late uh, early for some, and then there's still lots more roadway for, for everybody to, to play with. And uh, normally we'd be at the slight – right here we'd be at that halfway point. We'd be talking about the 4-4 four and four Kansas City Chiefs, and we'd be talking about the 2-6 and six Giants being at the halfway point. And uh, it's it's funny how uh, even though we're at the halfway point uh, for the longest regular season ever, it's tough to look at the Giants and not think their season is over. And it's over, and then you've got to sit there and wonder, what the hell are you going to do with Daniel Jones? And how are you going to evaluate him in the next eight weeks or nine? And what are you going to do there? Let's place that aside for a second. Let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs since they're, you know, the last uh, uh, two AFC representatives in the Super Bowl. And they're sitting there right at 500. And it ain't pretty. And I'm just trying to, let's just hash it all out together, shall we? Because I'm trying to figure out what's up. And is it just because 
everything's come so easy for them with Patrick Mahomes. It's hard, hard work in the NFL to win football games, but nobody's made winning football games look easy over the last three years coming into this season, four years coming into this season, than uh, the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, right? He's coming out of the gate, coming out of the gate, being drafted, honestly, just put it all in put it all in perspective. Sat out year one. Nobody pounding the table saying, where is he? Like we're doing in Chicago, or I did from the first second with Justin Fields, or 49er fans are doing, where is this guy? And it happened because there was Alex Smith sitting there. And so his entree was easy into the NFL. Even that. How many times are you going to see anybody anymore at any point in the rest of maybe our football lives trading up to go get a quarterback in the first round and we're just going to sit him out and nobody's going to be like, where is this guy? <laughs> that's an invitation to myself. That's what I'm doing. Take his lumps. That's, that's what I keep saying. Take for, his lumps. You've take, been saying take it. Take his lumps, yeah, exactly. But, so it was even, even, everything, even that was easy. And then his first year, uh, 50 touchdowns. <laughs> he made it look so easy. First regular season as a starter, just like yeah. Hey, and then and then and then, and then you know, obviously uh, the lump came. His first season lump came in the form of losing to Tom Brady in the AFC Championship game. Which, by the way, everybody's taking those lumps. Yeah, right. Which, by the much. way, only happened because the dude was offsides. That's right, D Ford. D Ford. I know, right. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. And then his next two years making the Super Bowl, including an MVP campaign and a Super Bowl MVP campaign, and then last year made the Super Bowl, and even that loss in the Super Bowl was how amazing is he? How amazing is he? I mean, so everything's come so easy. So now that it's hard, we're thinking they stink now. They're not going to win the Super Bowl now. They can't win the Super Bowl now. Not not just not going to win it. They can't. And the defense is the the thing that we've been pointing out quite a bit for, for Kansas City. And then offensively, we had Mahomes on last week, and I hit him with every single one of the mm-hmm. conventionally wise points from the punditry. Been figured out. Super Bowl hangover. He's doing too much. He laughed at the figured him out, right? Even yeah. <laughs> uh, the 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 Super Bowl hangover. He's like, "What's that?" And you're like, "What what does that look like?" Like, g- give me examples of what that looks like. And then the third thing, he's doing too much. He even said, "Maybe so." I'm paraphrasing his answer of "maybe so." The not giving up on the play, not taking the checkdowns, or as the Manning said in the Manning cast last night, quoting the longtime coach in Minnesota, Jerry Burns about taking the checkdowns if the defense is forcing you to just stay patient be patient mm-hmm. you can never bro- go broke earning a profit and that's what the mannings called taking the checkdowns you're earning a profit that's how peyton manning in essence helped beat the bears in that super bowl in the rain for the colts dominique rhodes could have been the mvp of that because he was taking the profit yeah. all night the cover two was telling Peyton, take the profit. And he kept on taking the profit with Dominique Rhodes that night. So last night he started taking the profit. But the turnovers are still there. 
And that's the Super Bowl hangover. That's like if you want to know what a Super Bowl hangover looks like, it's like Kelsey with one catch in three yards in the first half and then fumbling like he never does. Weird. And then Mahomes throwing a pick. Could have been a couple more interceptions. That's the Super Bowl hangover. Tyreek Hill having the drop season the first seven weeks of the season. That's a Super Bowl hangover. The uh, the 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 uh the touchdown streaks that we've been seeing with the Chiefs, those aren't easy to come by. I mean, Tyreek Hill had 12 catches last night. In, in a normal Tyreek Hill game, that's 180 yards. He didn't even have 100 yards last night. He had half night. that, I 94 know. on 12 uh, catches. Right? Thumbs and up. So, and then the, the defense not performing well. And players tweeting back, clapping back at fans and and – Yep. And Tyron Matthew, one of our favorites, calling the fan base toxic in response and then pushing, pulling back on it. That's the Super Bowl hangover stuff. And then the defense looked good last night. But is it because the Giants are just so inconsistent and boring and risk-averse, not going for it with a 2-5 and five record and 4th and 2, let's kick a field goal in the first half? Let's not go for it around midfield. It's fourth and four, don't you know? Is that what it is? Again, I I know, you know, somebody in my position is supposed to have a hot take and just say, Chiefs will never make the playoffs. Chiefs will not win the Super Bowl this year. I can't say that. I won't say that. They're too damn talented. Great coach. But I can show up here and say, I don't know. We don't know about the Chiefs making the playoffs this year, which is new. This is the hard part that usually comes with every NFL team. Didn't see the Chiefs splitting their first eight games and being in a 500 mosh pit with the Browns, Broncos, and Patriots right now in the sniffing it category. Didn't see that coming for Kansas City. But they've got nine games left. If they do their usual win two out of every three games, that's a playoff spot. Problem is, they're not consistent enough to win two out of every three games. And then you look at their upcoming schedule, and if they play with that hungover look to them, and again, it's not like they're not trying. It's not like they're not practicing. It's not like they're being coached poorly or not coached up enough. These things just happen to a lot of NFL teams, and it never has to the Chiefs. Man, if they're inconsistent and they're not cashing in points and instead turning it over inside the red zone and not getting an immediate pick thrown by the opposition back like Daniel Jones did in the first quarter, they're going to lose to Green Bay in Week 9, and they're going to lose at Las Vegas in Week 10 in division, and then they're going to lose at home to Dallas right before Thanksgiving week, man. That's a loss in every single one of those games. And then you're staring at four and seven, five and six if you go one and two in those games. Now you're in serious trouble. They've got the quarterback. They've got the weapons. And if the defense shows up next week against Aaron Rodgers like they did against Daniel Jones, will they have the same results? Probably not because that's Aaron Rodgers and not Daniel Jones. But can they show up like that way and make Aaron Rodgers 
have as difficult a night as Daniel Jones did last night? Anybody who sits here and says, no way, you're full of it. You're full of it. You don't know what you're talking about because this is the NFL and things can change fast when you're not expecting it. Not just on the field, but off the field. At this point yesterday, who knew that Von Miller was strolling through the Denver Broncos uh, mm-hmm. facility saying goodbye to everybody? Right. Well, honestly, right now, what's going on with Deshaun Watson? Is Odell Beckham potentially on the move today? There's a hot rumor about all that. I mean, his dad posted an 11-minute video of every play that he was open and Baker Mayfield didn't throw him the ball. Then LeBron James is chiming in. Cleveland's sitting at 500. Today's a big day. Who's going to make moves and who's not? Well, Rich, speaking of, the Texans have made a trade. It's not Deshaun Watson, though. I know the way that you 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 set things up. Did they trade Brandon Cooks to somebody? No, not yet. Hopefully he can go back to New England. Uh, the Texans are actually trading their young pass rusher, Charles Aminu, to the 49ers for a future late-round pick. And so, you know... If you're sitting in the Houston Texans facility and you see young players and old players and Aminu and Mark Ingram go and Deshaun Watson is healthy somewhere, but he's not playing, what a terrible spot for you to be sitting in and feeling about trying to win football games, which is why you take a look at a 4-4 four and four team that's struggling after making the last two or three Super Bowls and anything is possible. Anything is possible in this NFL where one minute you're doing great don't 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 forget in that year if I'm not mistaken Chris that the Chiefs advanced to the AFC Championship game with Mahomes right 2018 mhm before that it was Deshaun Watson went into Kansas City and that was a crazy playoff game where the Texans were doing crazy stuff like fake punting and well, they were everything. They were up 24-0. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Texans. Now those Texans right now are selling every piece off and Deshaun Watson's played their last yeah. snap for them. Yeah, yeah. And things can change. And then there's also you take a look at something and you're thinking there's no way they can change. And I hope that for my Giant fan friends. I just want to talk about the Giants for a brief bit here, and then we'll take a break, and Rod Woodson, my Pro Football Hall of Fame friend, will join us. New York football's in a bad place. Hey, we all feel great about Mike White and and Jet fandom right now. Future. But Daniel Jones, Mm. you've got to make a decision on him. The TikTok on Daniel Jones is finally running out. You've got to figure out, are we going to pay him fifth-year option money? Are we going to do that? Or are we going to do the Mitch Trubisky thing and just sit back and let him play one more year there, and then we'll figure it out, make him play, sing for his supper, like, by the way, everybody else in that franchise. you got to wonder, do they have the right offensive coordinator dialing it up for him and Jason Garrett? you got to wonder, how can you evaluate him if Saquon can't stay healthy? How can you evaluate him when your offensive line frequently is a turnstile on a three, five-step drop? How can you evaluate him when your, your, your rookie receiver that you are trying to evaluate him with appears to be an electric, can't stay on the field? 
How are you going to evaluate him when Evan Ingram hasn't blossomed either? How are you going to evaluate him? Because in one second, he can make that throw like that touchdown pass to Evan Ingram where it was a beautiful dart right in his hands. It was. And then there are other throws where it's just like even Michael Irvin said yesterday on the Manning cast, how does he take that set? How do you take a sack in the fourth quarter fourth, with, 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 with mere seconds yeah. ago and no timeout stuff? How do you yeah, do that? How does that happen for a Duke kid who went to Manning camps and, and played for Cutcliffe and is smart enough to know he can't take the sack, and yet he does? Mistakes that shouldn't be made at this point of his development, regardless of how you can evaluate him with his weaponry. And then you got a head coach, another one from the Belichick family tree, and you're wondering, okay, where, where's the situationally smart stuff? How is uh, how is this team making mistakes on special teams? How is this team not calling timeouts to save the clock properly sometimes? Last night, how do you not burn a timeout before the two-minute warning? How do you let that thing go <laughs> drip all the way down to the two-minute warning? How do you not put the pressure on the Kansas City Chiefs to run it one more time? Because when you call a timeout, then you don't call timeout all the way down to the two-minute warning. Then your next timeout is going to be on the other side of the two-minute warning. As opposed to you call a timeout there, and then, okay, they, they want to run it and take it down to the two-minute warning? Great. You call a timeout, maybe Mahomes does something with the ball that he shouldn't do because that's what he's been doing lately. Maybe, maybe you, you, you get uh, an aggressive play call from Kansas City go your way. When you take it down to the two-minute warning... You're basically saying, all right, I'll just let those seconds go away and then I'll burn another timeout on the other side and I'll get it back with a buck 50-something to go as opposed to with a buck 50 and something to go after you have an opportunity to maybe get the ball back or have them do something to help you out. I, I don't understand stuff like that. 15-yard penalties, undisciplined stuff. And Giant fans, last five years, your mark at the eight-game point, three times, one and seven, this is the second time you're two and six. Can you imagine if they finished three and five? If they won that game last night, that would have been their best record by, uh, <laughs> by, uh, by a long shot. I mean, More can, often than not. And so, maybe you know, won and, the game last and the, owner, the owner says that, that everyone's on notice. Well, I'll tell you what, the next eight games are pretty damn huge. And you've got to sit there and wonder, do you blow out the coach again? And you take the general manager out too. And you get somebody else in there with a new head coach and you make a run at one of the many quarterbacks that's out there coming up this non-playing season. I know this is pie-in-the-sky stuff, but how good do you think Russell Wilson would look in a, in a giant uniform? <laughs> who's yeah. playing who's playing with them? These guys? Same guys? Maybe? Healthy Saquon, this Kadarius Tony guy's nice. I mean, this Galladay. is the way you gotta start thinking if you're if you're if you're a giant fan, you'd want this to happen. You just gotta change something up. Something's gotta happen. But these are the next eight big eight games. If they can go what? The nine games. If they can go five and four, they can go six and three. Does that save somebody's job? I don't know. That's where the Giants are currently right now. They're next up for Vegas. Then they've got to buy. Then they're at Tampa. I mean, where are six wins on this Dude, schedule? Dude, I don't know. Philadelphia, Miami. They play Philly twice. 
Chicago, at Chicago? Washington. I, I mean, that's five. They should they should win these games. They've got some talented players. If you can protect them and play good, play well on play good football on defense, blow it up. It's not worth it. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking after eight weeks. It's not worth it. With those two teams that just finished up week eight. So in essence, Giants. My sense is you're going to have to blow this thing up. Kansas City, not ready to blow up the whole sense that they are done. I'm not ready to blow up the sense that they're... uh... Uh, How about this? I'm not ready to blow up the fact that they can go to the Super Bowl. Kansas City? You still think they can make the Super Bowl? I I just... just, We've never seen... And they traded for Melvin Ingram this morning. That's correct. That's a good one. I'm just... I'm not ready to throw that out yet. Okay. Rich, you better put some C4 to that door. Because no, no, no. I think it's over, man. Okay. 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 But that, you just like mean, I said, you just mean over the Super Bowl this year, right? Yeah. You know, not, like, not for, I just, let's this take, year, just, you're right. Something's I, weird. I want to put a yeah. box in that. Let's revisit that topic later on, okay? Because I right. want to get to Rod Woodson. Sounds good. Rod Woodson, Pro Football Hall of Famer. Dan Orlovsky, who is just dynamite on the worldwide leader in sports, will join us in hour number two. And then, uh, from the uh, world of entertainment, giant fan Max Greenfield uh, from the uh, CBS show The Neighborhood. He was a delight last time he was on the show a couple of years ago. He's calling back in an hour number three. And then there's you at 844-204-RICH being the number to dial right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Roderick from the Pro Football Hall of Fame, the great Rod Woodson, my friend, was coming up next right here on this busy Tuesday. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. 
This is the Rich Eisen Show. Joining us with Sirius XM and NBC Sports on Peacock and Odyssey. And of course, if you miss anything, you go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. We're nearing 315,000 subscribers on that page. Ooh. We greatly appreciate it. We had a great up. October and we love everybody who follows our show. However, call also our, our podcast, um, all three hours of the show available on podcast form. Um, at, uh, at where all podcasts can be acquired. Cumulus Podcast Network is our label. Uh, I love this man. I probably did more NFL total accesses with this guy as my analyst than anybody else. He is a pro football Hall of Famer. A little bit of Raiders, a little bit of Ravens, a lot of black and gold from the Steelers, and certainly from his days in Purdue. One of my favorites, Rod Woodson, back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Rod? Rich, I am so glad to talk to you because... Mm-hmm. You are becoming big time, man. You're everywhere. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? You're just everywhere. You're like Westwood One, you're Direct TV. I mean, you got podcasts. Yes, you're just, I'm glad I knew you before. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm glad I knew you before. <laughs> I'm still the same guy, Rod. Still the same I guy. I know you are. That's what I love about you because all your success has not given you the big head, which it can to some people. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. So, you well, know, Richie, Richie Rich is still Richie Rich. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> still humble beginnings, even though NFL Network built this gorgeous new facility and studio. Rod, you were there when I was doing Total Access from the same rickety chair for seven, eight years. <laughs> you heard the creaking as I sat down in it and looked at you, and you looked at me, thought this was going to be the time the chair breaks on live television. You were there for all those shows, Rod. Way yes, back I was, time. and it was fun. It sure was. Okay, let's get into it. What do you make of the Kansas City Chiefs, Rod, when you looked at them last night and you've seen them for eight weeks? What do you have for me? You know, run? it's just, first of all, you can't be minus 11 turnover margin, right? You mm-hmm. can't have 19 turnovers, by far the most in the National Football League, through the first seven weeks. It just can't happen. And you can't think you're going to win football games that way. I think they're just pushing. You know, they... They're decently well running the football. I just think Patrick Mahomes and the offense is just trying to do too much. They're always trying to hit a home run every play on every down. And if you watch that game, you know, he at times took what the defense gave him, but he still tried to push it down the field because I think that's what everybody expects of the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm a little surprised that that hasn't changed yet. I think Eric Benamy, I think Coach Reed, I think they'll get that straightened out on the offensive side of it. Uh, they just got to take care of the football. Uh, defensively, you know, it was really good to see them kind of, you know, come come around and make some plays on the defensive side. Uh, you know, Frank, you know, he um, he hasn't been – he's been kind of banged up and beat up throughout the whole year. So hopefully they'll just keep getting better on the defensive <laughs> side of it. And if they can do that, and, you know, hopefully they can win some football games. Yeah, I know. I just I go back and forth between, yeah, if they just cut out the turnovers, they'll be fine. And then I see how they played defensively. But then I saw the way they played defensively last night, and then I say, yeah, but that was, you know, a Giants offense that's missing tons of parts and have a has a quarterback in Daniel Jones who I still don't know if he can be a championship quarterback in this league. So the evaluation it just keeps kind of changing and shifting, but I eventually just land on the fact that they have some tremendously talented players that they do with a staff that knows how to deploy them. And if so, is a Super Bowl hangover real, Rod? 
is that real? Because that's also what kind of looks like what they're going through right now. What, is you know, that I, I don't believe in jinx and, and all that stuff, right? Um, but it sure seems like it, you know? It just seems like when you get there and you lose, you know, you, heck, I go back to when I was with the Raiders. You know, we, we get there in 2002, and the next year, man, we look terrible. We're just awful. So, you know, is, is it there? I, I think – you know, losing, getting so far and losing does have uh, kind of a deflation for the football team. But at the end of the day, you know, you have players. And Kansas City, you know, Chris Jones kind of showed up for him last night. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Clark. Um, Clark, you know, he showed up. And he's, been, and he's been banged up and beat up. Even after the game, he was limping, you know, kind of to the, to the tunnel. Um, so you can kind of see where they're kind of beat up and banged up a little bit. And they do have so much talent. Um, and, you know, I just think they're pushing. I just think they, you know, they've been so explosive for the last couple years. And we expect everybody in the world who watches football expect them to throw the ball down the field and Tyreek Kill and Travis Kelsey and making those big plays. And they've been, they've been pushing it. And I, I think when you do that, and you, you're not confident with a young offensive line, which they have. I think they're getting better. I, I don't know if Patrick Mahomes really trusts that offensive line yet because sometimes hmm. the pocket isn't collapsed and he still gets out of it. And, you know, so I, that tells me that he believes that it's going to be collapsed, right? It's going to get pushed inside and he's going to have to get out anyway. Um, but I think it's a long season. This is the first year for 17 games. Um, I, I, I know there's a lot of football left. If the defense can get halfway there, if they can just not have the turnovers, they can win some football games. Because they look, and, and you did say it, um, I didn't want to disparage the New York Giants offense. <laughs> you know, they, they played against the you know, New York Giants offense, <laughs> and they don't, they don't have a lot of their weapons. Um, but at the end of the day, they play who they play. And they played well enough to win. And in the National Football League, that's what matters. Rod Woodson here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's going through Von Miller's mind right now? I know when you left Pittsburgh and you left your black and gold heart there, which you've, you know, obviously you're, you're back there now in great good graces. But, and, and Miller is in great good graces in Denver as well as he leaves. But is there going to – what's that going to be like when he puts on a Rams uniform for the first time and gets to know a new organization, Rod? What's that going to be like? I mean, I, I felt for him because it was completely different circumstances for him and me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I left on my own accord um, because of the contract situation. He goes into the facility thinking he's still a Bronco, right? And they tell him, hey, uh, you need to go see the front office. And they tell him he got traded. So, you know, it, it kind of hit him at, you know, kind of all at once. And watching his interview, how he got shook up a little bit and kind of emotional at the end of that, I mean, it's, I, I, I feel for him for that. Now, with that being said. <laughs> I was about to say, do you feel for him more than the quarterbacks that are going to face the Rams with Tom? No, I mean, that's what I was going to go to. I, I, mean, I feel for him personally because his heart is in Denver. Right, right, and he did so many good things in Denver, but man, oh my gosh! I mean, you got Aaron Donald, you got Leonard Floyd, right? Now you put Von Miller on the other side of that. 
And Ramsey on the back end, too. And the Ramsey on the back end, and what I love about what they're doing with Ramsey and what they did last year is they're playing him at nickel, too. So, you know, just having those type of players hmm. on the team, and it's really – it's they're telling us with that move, they're all in this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, this, this is a Super Bowl bust for them. And you got to play against Tampa Bay. you got to play against Aaron Rodgers. you got to play against Kyle Murray. You better have some pass rushers. So I, I love the move. Um, I, I think it's going to be a devastating defense. Uh, Raheem Morris has a lot to work with. So, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do with this group. Especially since you take a look at the NFC as a whole, Rod, as you said, that the Rams are all in. And you could say they were kind of all in this year anyway with Ramsey and Donald and who knows how long you can be. I look, I don't have their ledger. And Les Snead has been phenomenal trying to figure out how to put all these you know, pieces together cap-wise or what have you. Uh, Donald and Ramsey. And then you go and get Stafford and trade away first-round picks to get out of the golf contract and get Stafford in, you could already make a case they were pot committed. Now they're all all in, and so is Green Bay because you don't know what's going on with Rodgers. This could be the last dance there. The Bucks have been operating since they signed Brady as there's no tomorrow. Like the, It's win for today, win now. And then you mentioned the Cardinals. They get, you know, J.J. Uh, Watt. Unfortunately, he's hurt. A.J. Green, Zach Ertz, they're adding to win now. It's just a pot-committed conference with the Cowboys looking as good as they have had in a long time. I'm loving this, Rod. Loving it, you know? I, I, I do, too. I, I, and I really don't know who the best team in the league is anymore right now. I mean, I think there's so much parity right now at the top that it's, if somebody said one team is better than the other, they're, they're lying. Because you just don't know these these you know top notch teams, especially in the NFC. I, I think the NFC has shown their wear this year that they have the best teams in the league. When you talk about Green Bay and Arizona, even Dallas, how great they have really looked. Uh, Tampa Bay and Rams, and believe it or not, I, you know, I I need to see where they go. You know, after you know Jameis Winston getting hurt, right? But the New Orleans Saints have played extremely well this year, and, I, and it was led by the defense. So. You know, if Simeon it comes in and he's the starting quarterback and the defense still plays well, then they they could be a hard out, especially if Tampa Bay meets them in the postseason. Yeah. And, and that's something that, you know, Tom Brady has struggled. He struggled with the New Orleans Saints defense. So, yeah, because if the Saints win this week, Rod, uh, the Buccaneers will be a wild card team after, after eight games because the Bucs would have the same record as the Saints. The Saints just beat them. I mean, that's... It's just a, 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 and then you, you're assuming the Niners are going to have to get better. And then, you know, uh, that's the NFC. Then you've got the AFC with the power vacuum. I guess we're kind of going a little full circle with you, Rod Woodson, Pro Football Hall of Famer here on the Rich Eisen Show. Kind of going full circle here because the Chiefs have left the power vacuum because they're 500. You got the Raiders at five and two. You've got the Bills now having come off the bye. They're five and two. And then you've got the six and two Titans, but without Derrick Henry now for potentially the rest of the season. The Ravens get boat raced by the Bengals, who then lose to Mike White in the Jets. You know, <laughs> uh, so who's the best team in the AFC right now? The Man, Steelers are now great. in the mix too. I go, let's throw them back in the mix. They're a six seed, so I'll give yeah, you the I floor mean, that, on that. That's a great question. Um, Tennessee, you know, 
when you have Derrick Henry, just a grown man running the football, I, you know, I, I've seen big running backs, but that guy, he was that size when he was 18 years old. You know, <laughs> it's just crazy that he, he is that big. Now, you said that he might be gone for the whole year. I, I don't see him coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless Frank. Man, that's just – unless he's just a miraculous healer, right. there, there's no way he's coming back and cutting on his foot again this year because they're going to put a pin in it depending. You know, I, I know a lot of guys who've had a Liz Frank. Sometimes they got to put a pin in it. Sometimes that pin works. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes they got to put bone fragments in it and graph it that way. Uh, sometimes that works. Sometimes it doesn't. That's one of those injuries that you just don't know how the guy's going to be in the future. But with that being said, Ryan Tannehill, it's, you know, we're going to see how good he is without Derrick Henry. Because everybody, they stacked the box, they stacked the box because they knew Derrick Henry was going to, he, you know, he can have that one play where he can change the, the tide of a football game. Now that threat's not there anymore, so now you can play a two-shell. You know, they, you know they're, they're probably still going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to stay true to who they are, but they don't have Derrick Henry back there anymore. So I don't think defense coordinators are going to worry about that. So we're going to see how good Ryan Tannehill is. And, and let me say about Vegas, um, Derek Carr has played extremely well. He sure has. He, he, he is, sure has. The year I was coaching with him in, I think that was at 2016, mm-hmm. where he, uh, we were 12-4. and four. Man, he was lights out before he got hurt. I, I thought he was an MVP race. Uh, you know, he should have been in that ca- uh, category. Uh, I think he's there again. Um, I, I think they're a really good football team. Um, Derek Carr has taken it upon himself to be that leader of that football team. Um, and so I'm, I'm surprised that the defense has gotten this good this fast. That's what I'm really surprised at. I'm not surprised about Derek Carr, but I'm really surprised about the defense. All right. And Baltimore, heck, you know, we thought they were going to be, you know, they get waxed by Cincinnati. We thought they were done forever. And now they're, they're just five and two. Uh, I, I, I don't know if there, you can say if there's one team is the best team in the AFC. Uh, I think there are a bunch of really good teams in the AFC. Right. I think the best teams all lie in the NFC. I really do. And I would be surprised if the, one of the whoever came out of that NFC battle mm-hmm. and got to the Super Bowl didn't win the Super Bowl. I don't know. The Bills are pretty damn stout. You know, I know they lost to Tennessee. and I, I, They shouldn't know, have lost to Tennessee. And they shouldn't have lost to the Steelers either. You know what I mean? And they so, should not have lost to the Steelers. Yeah, I, I thought that block punt. Yeah, because they could be 7-0. I, I, I do love Buffalo. I'm just saying, as I see everybody and the way the game is played, and what I love about Buffalo, you do have Josh Allen, who's on my fantasy team. He's my quarterback. Ah. I think he's to play better week in and week out. Okay. Um, but they their defense is really good, and they turn the ball over. And Leslie, you know, if, if he doesn't get – an opportunity to be a head coach again, shame on the National Football League. Right. Because I think he deserves it. Um, I think he shows his wear as being a coordinator in the, in the league. Um, he is, year in and year out, has put a good product on the field. So Buffalo is a good team. Uh, I, do give, I do believe in that, uh, Rich. But I just don't know if any of those teams are better than the NFC teams. So, and, and that's because they, they're going to beat each other up. Last and whoever comes out of that, mm-hmm. I just think they're the best team uh, in the league. So, uh, quick follow-up, and then one last question. Uh, what's the name of your fantasy team? What's the name of your fantasy team, Rod Woodson? 
What is Who it? Who that cat? Who dat cat? Um, and the <laughs> and the uh, the avatar is of an actual cat. What's the photograph? The av- no, it's um, my fantasy team is with the NFL alumni legends or whatever they call it. Oh. I don't even I don't even know. I just let them give me whatever avatar they gave me. Okay, so who's winning? Who's winning the NFL legends community fantasy football I, league through eight weeks? This is, I, it's not me. I'm only three and five. Okay, so who is who? Who is? I, I don't know. I don't. I didn't look. I, I'm. I'm a bitter. I'm very. I'm a bitter loser. Uh, you know, I'm a sore loser. I'm just when I when I saw I was three and five. I won right. yesterday okay. by a point. Right. So I'm hoping it's a long year. I'm hoping I can get back into this whole thing, and my running backs who are. Not great. Hopefully, they can come up and help me a little bit. So that that sounds to me, Rod. Uh, is it, it? Are you losing to Webster Slaughter again? Is that what's happening? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I lost a couple to Webster. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite names to bring up to you. Okay, um, and then last one for you, Rod. Uh, who is the toughest running back for you to take down? You mentioned about Derrick Henry. Now Adrian oh, Peterson. Man. Taking us, who, who's the guy that you were played against? 80s in my time frame. Yeah, your time frame where you made a business decision. You're like, okay, Kevin Mack. Kevin Mack. That's it, huh? Yeah. Listen, the Kevin Mack was like, yeah. I don't know if he was five ten ish, something like that. I didn't, he didn't have a neck. I think his head just went right to his shoulder. <laughs> and I mean, he was just so powerful. And he knocked mm-hmm. out Greg Lloyd in the game. He knocked out another safety in the game. Like in one game, he knocked out three people. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And I didn't know how to tackle the guy because he was so stout. He was the one guy that I went up there. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out how I'm going to hit this dude. He's the only one in, in my 17 years of playing that I was trying to figure out if I'm going to hit him low or if I'm going to try to throw a receiver down on him and he hopefully he trips over the guy. You know, it was, it was tough. But he was the guy that, that made me think, if I was going to make a business decision and let him run by me, it was going to be that guy. <laughs> Did you ever, though? Did you ever? Did... No, no. Okay. Heck no. Okay, very good. No, come on, Rich. At the end of the day, yes. I'm a blue-collar guy from the Midwest. That's right. We play tackle football in the streets, man, in the winter. <laughs> right? In front of the cars. And if you slide and hit the car, you're out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That, that's, just who I, that's, that's how I grew up. So that's I would... A... If I, I'm just saying, if I had to make a business decision, I never did. Right. If I had to make one, mm-hmm. it would have been with him, because I seen him devastate Greg Lloyd, another uh, two of our other safeties, <sighs> and he came back. My matter of fact, he came back my way one time in that same game, and I had I don't know if I it was Webster Slaughter or the other little receiver they had, and I threw him down, and he tripped over him. Well, we're seeing. Like, we're we're just we're putting a photograph of him up on the screen right now, Rod. Um, and he, he doesn't have a neck, does he? Uh, I don't. <laughs> it's a head and shoulder pads. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Rod, he was a, he's officially listed at six foot two twenty five. He's <laughs> six foot. He was that big. Uh, that's what Pro Football Reference is saying. Well, wow. I was hoping he was smaller, but yeah, that size. I mean, that. Think about that. And he's running straight downhill. Oh, man. Rod, you... I mean, that's when they were IBAX, ISO, and they were trying to hurt you. Love you, Rod Woodson. Thanks for the call. Let's do this more often. I would love to do this. All right, Rich. As much as you're willing. Take care. All right, brother. You got it. That's Rod Woodson, the greatest. Kevin Mack, (laughs) no thank you. No thank you. Let's take a break. (laughs) When we come back, uh, he loves Josh Allen. You know who also does? 
Peyton Manning's kid. We'll hit on that when we come back on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Fun Manning cast last night, guys. It was. Fun Manning cast. Uh, John Stewart, who is truly one of my favorite uh, people. I couldn't, to say I'm a fan of John Stewart is an understatement. Um, I mean, he, I, and just seeing him there uh, lamenting the Giants, like his the first two possessions while he was on the air, <laughs> right. was zero total yards. And I felt for the man. Like you know, he's on he's on Zoom and his team is just absolutely pooping the bed. But then they scored it. Then then comes you know the Daniel Jones rainbow to to John Ross and yeah. and then they scored a touchdown. Yeah. And they made it a game. That's when you knew okay we're on. And it looked like New York was about to you know end the travel council Man. for a lot of survival poolers with the Jets beating the Bengals and the nice. Giants having the Chiefs in their sights last night. Nice cross. Show Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Um, the uh, their second guest last night uh, was Stray, who is just always a delight. That, by the way, Peyton Manning experience photograph that they showed the band yeah. that was him. Yeah, what was it? It was him and Roy Williams, Roy Williams of the yeah. of the of the Cowboys. Uh, Tony Gonzalez and Peyton Manning as a grunge band. That was an NFL Network um, commercial campaign. Oh, okay, I remember that. I one of the one of the lesser known. That was for NFL Network. I don't remember. So I remember the Peyton Manning experience. It was like a bunch of videos where they were a garage band, yep. and it was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good funny. stuff. I didn't know that that was still something that Stray would have on his wall. So it's pretty cool. Um, Josh Allen was fun to see uh, Josh Allen there. He's just – we had him on the show the other day. What a dream for Bills fans. Just you, you check the box. That, that who's going to be the next Jim Kelly carousel that turned for two decades. It's over. It stopped spinning. Yeah. 
His head is totally screwed on straight. Yeah. And Just he's got a really to... fun personality. Oh, like He talked gosh. about not really being into Halloween, but was like, oh, I went to these parties, and so I figured I had to kind of go for it. And then the uh, Phil Mickelson Phil thing. Phil Mickelson with the thumbs. I got yeah. the, and he had the thumbs up. Showing thing. the calves. It's like, great. It was fun. And then, you know, um, Rod Woodson drafted him in his fantasy league, and Peyton Manning's kid is a Josh <laughs> Allen fan. He puts yeah. Jay Allen on his on his Pop Warner jersey pack. Yep. With his dad being the coach, that was great. That was just so much fun, you know. And and then just the 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 stuff back and forth between Eli and Peyton. It's just so great. I'm I'm made smarter listening to them. Yeah, it's awesome. I just wa- I love watching them break down film and then break each other's stones. Yeah, that's the best. Part. It, it is just great, you know. Peyton Manning learned last night again because I would assume you know, sometimes Eli will throw to break and take it out of break, but it's usually Peyton that's doing it. He learned the first rule of live television in sports. You're always live. Do not eat in front of a camera. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's always somebody capturing. If you're in front of a camera, you are live. That's it. If you are mic'd up and sitting in front of a camera, you are live. Period. End of story. He's eating his dinner directly in front of a camera, which is, I'm sorry, Peyton, it is a rookie mistake. With with, with his hands. And, and of course, they're going to use it. And then, you know, the whole thing, I think he had a pinky extended because he didn't want to get his full hands totally (laughs) dirty, which I totally get. But it it? doesn't look great. Nothing looks great. Nobody looks great eating ever. Ever. But then, of course, uh, 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 it, it's Irv's time to come up, Michael Irvin. And and he sits down, and we're all, as soon as he's coming up, we're all texting him. There's an e, uh, there's an NFL game day morning uh, text exchange. It's me and Kurt and Irv and Andy Gregg and Richard Isico, who are the CP and line producer of the show, and then a whole bunch of other senior management, uh, former senior managers, a whole bunch of us on the text. And so we start texting Irv, and then he texts us, like, hey, stop it, because it keeps showing up on my screen. <laughs> And Andy Gregg then says, says what? But he spells it out with an exclamation, with a question mark. So five different texts. Vertically, right. And Irv's like, just stop it. <laughs> so I tweeted about it and it showed up on a Manning cast. Yeah, that's a shame. You know, and um, so uh, we made it. I figured you, because if I make it, then you guys make it. Oh, Rich, we're <laughs> on the Manning cast. You're with us. You're right. You're, 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 well, you've been my plus one, you. uh, one forever. Forever. You're more my plus one than Susie sometimes. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Well, it's because she doesn't want to go where you want I mean, to go. I mean, yeah, that's, so. I get you right. <laughs> uh, Dan Orlovsky of ESPN is coming up next right here on the Rich Eisen Show and more of your calls.